What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Put them together. For 420 on B&E. Buck off Thursday, a tradition. On 420, how about that? Buck off Thursday on a 420. This is good. How about our good good friend Christy at at Cakes Rock? She's teaming up with House of Jane in uh, Dripping Springs for a pop-up today. Talking about sweets. Cakes Rock. She did an incredible cake for my son's wedding last November. We still appreciate her. She's a big Georgia Bulldog fan, but she yeah, loves she her is. Longhorns, too. She loves her Longhorns, and she's been on the Food Channel. I mean, the whole works. She's the best. She is the best. She'll be at the Mullet Open. Cake. But she's at House of Jane today for 420, a little pop-up there. She likes those cupcake treats. She yeah, she does like TV-worthy cakes. Yes. Cakes rock, and she's right there on South Congress. As a matter of fact, last year she made a cake for the Mullet Open and, in a golf bag, a Tito's golf bag. Unbelievable. Had a cake. It was, so I went it was to, delicious. I graduated from St. Edward's. And she did it. I've seen a picture of a cake she did of the main building at St. Ed's, the big, beautiful red. Unreal. Remember that microphone she did for us? Yeah, for our 20th anniversary. How about she did that thing and people were touching it with their hands. They're like, that's a cake. Don't put your hands on that. The main building cake, I think she did it for some big celebration they were having at St. Ed's, and it was incredible. Yeah, she does a great job. And when we see her at the Mullet Open, she's doing a cake for the Mullet She's doing the treats for the morning Mm. before they go out. Coffee and treats. Sugar them up before they drink oh, yeah. all the Tito's and <laughs> yeah. Bud Light. You know there what I'm you saying? go. <laughs> hey, we got a lot to do this hour. David Pierce will be with us at 8.30. We'll talk about this Longhorn team. We gave him a buck on earlier. Then why not? They started the year 4-7. and seven. Uh, The Longhorns did. We all remember that. Coming out of Cal State Fullerton. And all they've done since then has gone 23-5 and five over the last 28. They uh, now up to number 14 in the top 25 at D1 Baseball, and in, most importantly in first place in the Big 12. Not only first place overall in the standings, Buck, despite all the pitching issues of last week and the walks and the hit batters, which we'll talk to Coach about, you know they still lead the uh, the Big 12 in, in staff ERA by a lot. Uh, their team ERA at, at, on the pitching side is better than anybody else's of the other nine teams, and it's not really close. Um, so, you know, Woody Williams doing a good job. I know last weekend was frustrating, uh, we'll talk to Coach about it, but um, they're sitting where they want to be, and now they've had the last-place team in the Big 12, Oklahoma, coming to town this week. O- Oklahoma was played for the national championship last year for Skip Johnson. This year they've you know not reloaded, and uh, Texas has an opportunity. If you can take this series and you know against your rival, now you're in real control of the Big 12 conference, sure, because uh, you're to the halfway point of the Big 12 schedule. And we'll talk to Skipper at the bottom. Also coming up in about five minutes, we're going to talk to our buddy Bobby Burton. From inside Texas, I saw Bobby on Bevo Boulevard on Saturday. He was in for the spring game. Get his thoughts. There's, oh, actually, we're going to audible. Can we audible? Yes. Because look who was on the line with us. We were hoping to talk to uh, this next guest this morning. We didn't know when that was going to happen, and now we do. Uh, he is on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. He's got a big football camp coming up this week uh, weekend over at Dell Valley along with Fozzie Whitaker, and we talked to the Foz man earlier in the week. But uh, looking forward to this. This is uh, Roshan Johnson, who will be a part of the NFL draft this coming weekend. Roshan, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you all for having me. No, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. And it is, uh, 
you have spent some time in this Austin area for sure, man. And, and, and congratulations on a fantastic career at the University of Texas. Congratulations to you and your family, as a matter of fact. Well, definitely. I appreciate that. Uh, we want to get into your draft process because I know that's been a whirlwind, but I know you were at the spring game watching the Longhorns. You and Bijan were there, got huge ovations. And uh, Give me your thoughts just uh, you know, coming back. Those are your guys. Those are your dudes that you've been going to battle with the last several years. You were the leader of that team. Uh, what's it like to just watch them now and not be out there on the field with them? Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, a bit weird um, just kind of not being out there, just kind of seeing it from this perspective. Uh but it was fun just to kind of see all the guys and, you know, see just familiar faces and uh, just uh, just support the guys. And Roshan, let me ask you a question about as you, as you grew up and loving football and getting involved in football, I mean, a former quarterback, but your your selflessness and, and what you brought to this football team and brought to university uh, throughout your years at Texas, where did that come from? I mean, your, your family background, mom, dad, preacher, or, I mean, who is it that that, that came from? I mean, somebody – instill some of those qualities within you? I know most of it is just you, the kind of person you are, but who was it in your family? Was it your mom and dad? Was it your brothers, your sisters? Give us a little indication on how you how became that guy about team and, and not about you. Yeah. Um, uh, I would definitely say my parents played a big part in just my character in general. Uh, my mom and my dad, they're both very active in my life, and they definitely taught me a lot of things that, you know, I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. But, uh, yeah, I think it was just a matter of, you know, realizing what my situation was, uh, kind of just seeing things from a different perspective, mm-hmm. um, out of what situation I was put in, whether that was a, a position change or if that was, you know, being a, a the backup running back. Uh, I was really kind of took it upon myself to put myself perspective um then 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 the the one that would you know be viewed the most so really i just tried to make the most out of my situation roshan johnson with us and i know you've been on a whirlwind uh, were you in san francisco just yesterday for a visit with the 49ers is that what i read somewhere uh yeah yeah i was <laughs> You've been on a whirlwind. Yesterday was the last day for those in in facility visits, and Roshan was on the West Coast. Now he's here, and we pre- or maybe he's here. We, we appreciate him calling in this morning. Uh, I want to talk about his football camp coming up. But uh, uh, Roshan, your your career at Texas. I mean, uh, you're we, whenever we talk about you, we get so many you know text messages and tweets about here. You're their favorite player, and uh, and it's obvious why. To what you and Bucky just talked about the, the the selflessness to move from quarterback to running back when the team needed it to stick there, and then to you, know, you could have played running back at a lot of places in this transfer transfer portal era. You stuck here and played at, behind Bijan Robinson and in, in tandem with Bijan. Um, you know that is you leave as a, as a Longhorn legend. I think is safe to say. You know that's uh, that's high praise for in this day and age of, of pretty much free agency that you stuck here, stayed here, and uh, uh, you know helped this team maybe take a next step towards getting back to where the program wants to be. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm thankful for it. Uh, just all the relationships that I've built over the years at Texas, and you know, the people that I've gotten gotten to meet, and you know, the memories that I've got to make. I think it'll definitely last a lifetime. How about your? How about you know, as you get ready to move on to the to the NFL, is this a is this a dream come true for you, or is it something that that you've been excited about for a long, long time? I mean, playing the game of football is is because I mean, as, as a recruiter, a long, long time ago. 99.9% of the kids that come 
and play the game of football think they're going to be an NFL player. Now, we know that the percentages are very, very slim, that the guys that even go through high school and college itself, and uh, and no matter how they play in college, the percentage is very low that you become an NFL player. Has this been a dream of yours from the beginning? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of surreal that I'm even you know, preparing to go to the next level, but yeah, it's definitely been a dream come true. A lot of years of hard work that I've, uh, you know, put together to be in this uh, situation. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a dream come true, and it's a blessing also because uh, there's a lot that had to go right for me to be, even be in this uh, position. Roshan Johnson is with us. Uh, Roshan, so when you're talking to these NFL teams, and we appreciate you being with us to answer some questions this morning because all you've been doing uh, essentially for the last you know, month is answer questions of, of NFL personnel who may want to draft you and select you. But when you're talking to these teams, and we, we've had experts on and draft experts to talk about you being the best, their highest rated big back. They have you characterized as a bigger back than some of the uh, you know guys under 200 pounds or right at it. You ran at the at the combine four five eight, and I think you were right around two hundred and twenty pounds. What do you think your your playing weight will be when you get to the National Football League, wherever that team is? Uh, yeah, I think my playing weight is between two twenty, between two twenty to twenty five. I think that's kind of a comfortable weight for me. Man, you are the biggest two twenty five <laughs> looking dude I've ever seen. I've been around some big dudes, uh-huh. but you, I mean, you talking about putting your time in the weight room and. And, and your strength and conditioning. I mean, the, the guys right now that you've been working with at, at Texas, this this staff, you know, not enough said about the, the changing in bodies of a lot of guys that, that you play with over the last couple of years. But strength and conditioning has been, I mean, I, I got to believe it's been excellent in the guys that you've worked with over at UT. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they have all the resources in the world uh, and all the data in the world for you to, you know, be smart about it as well. Uh, you know, just kind of realizing what you're intaking, um, mm-hmm. keeping track of everything, and just kind of you know uh, being smart about the whole situation. Because a lot of guys can come in and put on a lot of bad weight just by eating with any and everything. But I think definitely the staff at Texas does a good job of you know kind of breaking things down and simplifying things for us, so we are, we know exactly how to eat, when to eat, and, you know how to uh, work out along with that to, to make the best game. So. Yeah, for sure. So you, I mean, you're not a Taco Bell guy. I mean, you can't have a pizza every once in a while. Are you a a, a nutritionist now that you just dead up of what, what all these good stuff, all the broccoli, all the greens, and all that stuff? Or do you do you lay it down with some pizza every once in a while? No, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to mix in some, uh, you know, some some, some cheat day food. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really just kind of depends, like what I'm doing or what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do, or if I practice or. You know, if I got an event coming up where I need to be, you know, eating relatively clean. But, uh, yeah, you definitely have to make sense of just regular food every now and then. I think it's kind of good for you to kind of do both. He is Roshan Johnson. Uh, we will hear his name called pretty early, I think, next week, uh, Thursday or Friday, into day two of the NFL draft. Hey, Roshan, uh, Tashard Choice for Longhorn fans. I mean, you had Stan Drayton as your coach. Actually, you came in as a quarterback and then moved to running back with Stan. He moved on to Temple, and then Tashard Choice came in. Uh, talk about about him. Talk about both your coaches at Texas and how they impacted where you're when you, the, when you head off to the National Football League. Yeah, uh, Coach Drayton. I mean, he's a big reason why I even I'm even playing the position right now. Uh, he definitely taught me a lot and just how to you know not just about football but life in general. 
um, and really just kind of took me under his wing, kind of showed me uh, the, the ropes of playing the position. And then along with that, uh, with, with Coach Choice, uh, with the year that we've got to spend with each other, I think we made a great a great connection and a great bond and relationship that will last a long time. And uh, him as well, they, he taught me a lot of different things from a different type of perspective that uh, I probably didn't didn't want to see before. So, yeah, both of them played a, a major part in my development uh, in, in my career at Texas. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the guy that you play with this year, Bijan Robinson. We know we can we can get it from the SID, we can get it from the head coach, but somebody that's around him an awful lot like you have over the last two years. What type of young man is he? I mean, we know what he is as a football player, but uh, what kind of guy? The, the genuineness that he, that he seems to have. What kind of young guy is he? Yeah, uh, I would say what you see is exactly who he is. Um, he's not any. You know, I mean, he, he's just a, a smiley guy that you know, is very positive, faith-driven. I mean, there's really not like a whole, a whole lot bad about him. Like, it's, it's really like he, the person that you see is genuinely who he is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't, I don't think I've ever went a day without seeing Bijan smile or like just be a, you know, just a positive person. So, yeah, he definitely has been a, a guy that uh, definitely kind of like lights up the room when he's in it. Do you ever it'll take you for a ride in the Lambo or what? Do you ever get to get in that thing and drive around? I've ridden in it uh, once or twice, yeah. but uh, no, nah, I drive it nothing like that. Yeah, that's all it is. But yeah, I've I've uh, rode in it. Awesome. Awesome. Roshan Johnson. Uh, Ro, uh, before we talk about the camp this weekend, it's a free camp for kids, and I know you're excited about it to be working with Fozzie Whitaker. You know, we talked last week with Moro Ojimo. He was in, and he's going through the same process you are. Uh, it's, it's such an uncertain thing. Uh, you know, no one, no one really understands. I don't think that you know, when you leave college, most people go to a job, they get hired, they get to pick where they want to go and uh, the city they want to live in. You, know, you guys are going to go and you know, wherever you're drafted, that's where you're going to go off to and try to prove yourself. That's a big challenge. Um, but w- one of the things Moro told us about the, the team, and we asked him about Coach Sark and uh, the connection, because Sark's talking about this team is connected and feels like everyone's uh, playing for one another. Are you seeing that too, even though you're leaving the program, that this is a program that, that uh, the players feel like there's an open door to their coaches and to Sark and that there's a connection on this team that maybe we haven't seen uh, on some to some Texas teams in years past? Uh, yeah, I think the foundation has been set for those guys to follow and for those guys to kind of, you know, uh, pretty much just pick up where, where things were left off. I feel like uh, we, I feel like we, we set a, a good, you know, path and just uh, foundation for those guys to, to build off of. So I think, yeah, going into this year, I mean, they, they kind of know the blueprint of what it takes. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, galvanizing everybody to, you know, work towards that common goal. So uh, I think it'll be exciting for those guys. They got yeah, Roshan, when you came when you came in as a quarterback and, you know, your dream was to be a quarterback no matter where you went to school, and that didn't, you know, that didn't come to fruition. You ended up being a running back and doing a fantastic job at it. When you, when you look at your overall experience at Texas from just football and just as you talk about the people that you meet, which more, more individuals need to do that, more kids in athletics, forget NIL and all that stuff, but they need to meet the people that are around the alums and get to know people that aren't football players that are do you know from other walks of life on that campus would you do it all over again at texas if you had to do this all over again would you come here and say your parents had to pay their money and you weren't on a scholarship to come to texas would you come to the university of texas 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, I feel like with the resources and the just the place itself, and with it being in the city of Austin, I feel like there's really no not a place better. Honestly, uh, I know that sounds you know cliche, but I genu- I genuinely believe that. Uh, yeah, without a doubt, I feel like this is a very special place. Uh, not only just within the university, but the city of Austin as well. I think it's a beautiful city that you know brings a lot of resources to you. So for sure. No doubt. Uh, how many teams did you visit, Roshan? I know you said you were in San Francisco yesterday with the 49ers. Can you remember how many teams you actually went and visited on, on site there? Yeah, yeah. I've only, I've only visited with two. Two? Uh, yeah, them in Tampa. yeah them, them in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay and San Francisco. Uh, and that process, any indication, or are you just like everybody, just waiting to see what happens uh, this coming weekend or a week from today? Yeah, I'm just waiting to see. I have, I have no clue how it's going to go down. So yeah, well, we'll I'm sure you've impressed and put your best foot forward. Absolutely. All right, the camp is Saturday. It's 9 to noon. It's out in Del Valley, but that's an indoor facility. There's a beautiful complex not far from the airport, so it's a great location. It's you and Fozzie Whitaker. It's uh, BAMFAM, the organization with Ollie Mayberry and the team doing such great work. Tell us about what's going to happen on Saturday morning and uh, uh, what your plan is and how it's going to be for the youngsters. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a, a, good, a good turnout, I believe. It's going to be a youth camp, like you said, over at, at, at Del Val with Fozzie. Uh, I hope to, you know, we just kind of have fun around, around the kids and you know, just kind of bring my insight to the to those kids and just kind of inspire them and just kind of give them, you know, some tools they need to be successful on the field and out the field. So I think it'll be a good time, and I hope everybody can, uh, you know, register. Well, we hope so, too. And uh, as Fozzie told us on Tuesday, if you haven't gotten registered yet, or even if you forget between now and Saturday, show up early, uh, about 8.30, 8.45, and they'll get you into the camp. Absolutely. And, it, and it's free. It's a free camp, and uh, that is a great thing for youngsters to learn from the likes of Fozzie Whitaker and Roshan Johnson. A little bit of football, a little bit of life, and have a lot of fun out there in Del Valley. Hey, Foz, thanks so much. Or excuse me, Roshan, thanks so much, and uh, thanks for doing I know you've been on a whirlwind, and you've been busy as heck, and we appreciate 10 minutes with you this morning. We wish you the best of luck. Roshan, thank you for your time this morning. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Thank you all. Roshan Johnson. Yeah, we had planned to talk to him. We just didn't know we never got a firm time because, again, he was in San Francisco yesterday. So he's flying back and uh, you know, getting up and getting on. Getting and ready for a Saturday camp. Saturday camp. So little we pre- mullets running around. That's awesome. So Roshan Johnson, again, a fan favorite if there ever was one. Want to touch his big arms and big legs. And <laughs> well, I mean, he's, kids, he's such man, a little, humble guy, too. But at the same time. He's I mean, big, man. There is, there's, if this team does go on, you know, we're having fun with the all gas, no excuses thing. It's not even fun. It's just what it should be. This team has everything it needs to make a run for a Big 12 championship. But he's, he said, you know, they laid the foundation for this. Uh, you know, Coach Sark, he even got emotional last year talking about Roshan Johnson on when they were talking senior weekend, right, when it was their final game. Mm-hmm. And Sark talked about when he was first here, you know, a coach at some point needs an advocate. You know, a coach needs a player who will step up and, and echo what he's saying. And Sark was really candid that it was Roshan. Like when I when we were a new staff and you know there were some guys buying in and some guys not buying in and you know we were we were preaching our our vision and our message. At some point you need a player to stand up and and lead the way. And it he was you know again emotional that it was Roshan. It was Roshan Johnson who absolutely you know took that locker room because uh, Sam Ellinger had moved on and he was the absolute leader of the team. And Roshan took it and and ran. And of course you know at Sam and Roshan have been quarterback teammates at the beginning of Roshan's career. Then he moves to running back willingly. Remember that story, Buck? He volunteered oh, yeah. to move to running back because of depth issues and running back you know, injuries. And they, they never need, went back. And never went back. And now he's going to be drafted in the first, I think, 90, 95 picks of the draft coming up. 
and he'll he's the highest rated big back. But man, what he did at Texas, and again, Buck in a transfer portal era where he could have gone and started at a lot of teams. I mean, gosh, what how many teams in, the, in college football could he have not started at? Would become the question. And he stuck and stayed and uh, finished the deal at Texas and left it better than he found it in, in a big way. And he and Bijan Robinson, if this thing m- continues to move in the direction we think it's going, those are those are two guys who are a big part of that. Well, we know I just. Speaking to, you know, we now we've talked to a couple of these guys. These guys are smart, intelligent guys that are coming to the University of Texas that are that will help you in a lot of ways. This, these are guys you want in your community. These are guys that you want out, you know, talking about your university, talking about talking about athletics and talking about life. This is this is the kind of young man you want on your campus, strolling around your campus. Well, I think if you think back to Rodney Terry when he took the Texas basketball job and he talked about the power of the Texas brand. And that, that's not that's not lip service. No, I mean, it's that's not. a powerful thing. And you, we've had more Ojimo and now Roshan Johnson talking about it. That man, man, this place has a, has everything you could want uh, with resources. And, and you're supposed to take advantage. That's what you're supposed, what you're supposed to, do. to do. You're supposed to take advantage of those well, things. Well, Rodney also said you. your best recruiters are your players, and we know that, right? So if they're they're speaking it, and that's you know we're, you see where the growth comes from Texas, and you know, we'll get an update from our buddy Jeff Howe next hour on Rodney Terry and his portal pursuits. Uh, that'll be the latest, but yeah, I mean it's a powerful brand to put into into. We, we know when Texas is, is clicking, and we've talked about this the last several years. Why there is confidence that the, I mean the athletic department under Chris Del Conte, who's righted that ship, is on its way to potentially winning its second Directors Cup in a row as a total athletic department. We know football is the last. You know, part of the tale to, to join the, the championship, you know, winning programs. Well, you don't do that by having a bunch of knuckleheads play for you well, but on, you know, in all your sports. But you know, I've done this long enough to know when it's aligned at the top, when the president, the chancellor, board of the regents, and the and the AD are on, on in sync, thing magic things can happen here. We saw it happen in the early two thousands with the Lost Dodds and Mac Brown and Rick Barnes and Augie Garrido and the the president Bill Powers, uh, and it you know was a ten year run of. You know, incredible success. Are we are we poised for that? Now the Longhorns are moving to the SEC next year, uh, so it, it becomes a bigger challenge even there. But uh, it feels like it's lined up. And when you talk to guys like Morrow and Rojan, Rocha, Rojan, Rojan, Rojo, uh, you hear it uh, from them that uh, it does feel like they're they're heading in a really good direction over there at the forty. So yeah, I mean, I I just you know I, I believe if you align yourself with the right kind of people, you're going to be the right kind of person. If you align yourself around a bunch of knuckleheads, guess what you become. A knucklehead. That's one of my earliest lessons. You are who you roll with. Yeah, I mean, these these, these guys are, I mean, that's why I asked him about Bijan, what kind of guy. I mean, because we get it from every, you know, we're, we're going to get the same talk from the head coach about a kid like that. We're going to see what we see athletically, but what kind of person is he really? Yeah. And he said he's that guy. He's just what you see, that smile. Genuine article. And you're hearing yeah. that from the NFL team. That's why he's... On a lot of people's draft board, the number one or two prospect on the board, it's either Bryce Young, Will Anderson, or Bijan Robinson on most every draft board in the National Football League right now. Yeah, those things make you money. Yeah, we'll come back. When we do, uh, we're talking baseball with David Pierce. Longhorns, 23-5 and five in the last 28 games. Uh, talk about that pitching staff, where they're headed, the big series with Oklahoma. David Pierce coming next. Yeah, skipped our horn headlines with a because of a conversation with uh, Roshan Johnson, which was a lot of fun. Good to hear from Roshan. Best of luck to him with his camp this weekend and with the NFL draft next weekend. A busy time for that young man, but a great young man that he is. Uh, those headlines included the Longhorn baseball team winning last night, twenty to nothing, twenty to nothing. Uh, dominant performance with the bats and then with the pitching staff, only two hits allowed. And here we sit on the eve of a 
series with Oklahoma. Longhorns have played 12 Big 12 games. They have 12 to go, right? So halfway through the conference slate, uh, their first place in the Big 12 at 8-4. and four. They've got the uh, number one pitching staff in the Big 12 in conference play, the number one defense in the Big 12, and their fourth in total offense in the Big 12 right now. So a pretty well-balanced team for head coach David Pierce, who joins us on the Vaqueros Hotline uh, the night after a game. So we appreciate it. Coach, how are you? Uh, doing well. Good morning to you guys. I just want to make a quick comment. You guys were talking about Bijan, and, and I've had a chance to meet him and, and even Roshan. And you talk about guys that are special in a program. I just wanted to say I, I've i been so impressed with those guys. And uh, I personally know Bijan, and he comes up, and that big smile is genuine. And just wanted to mention that and also – you know, Rodney Terry threw out the first pitch last night, and that was pretty cool. And you were talking about the, the 2000s. You look at uh, Jay Hartzell, Chris Del Conte, and this group of head coaches right now is really pretty special, and, and it's from top to bottom. There's a lot of unity and a lot of guys pulling, a lot of guys and gals pulling in the same direction. So it's a lot of fun to go to work right now. Isn't that what it takes, Coach? I mean, throughout your athletic department, not just in certain sports, I mean – Football, you know, they'll they'll call them the breadwinner and all that stuff, and you know they'll call other other departments. Well, we've got to get better at that. But when all your coaches have a, have leadership at the top, I mean, just like when a coach is the leader at the top of a, a particular sport, how much does that play into it? When your athletic department, your president, everybody involved, women's athletics. I mean, how important is that to the sustainability of all your programs? I, you can definitely tell the difference when it when it's not there. And mm. you look at a guy like Jay Hartzell, who is a huge advocate of our sports, and from him down through Chris, and I just see so much support for each other. And, you know, when you look at, like, Chris always uses the word silo, and you get over in the baseball world, and from top to bottom, you're always kind of, you're trying to be in the the same direction and have the same goals. And so if you can get that on a bigger scale, like I feel like we have right now, uh, a lot of special things can happen and a lot of special things are happening. So it's really uh, a great environment for the university of Texas and our fans. Appreciate David Pierce saying that. And, yeah, and a lot of special student athletes. And uh, it's cool to see football players over at the baseball game and baseball guys at the football and basketball games and just all around. And over guys at the, softball at the volleyball game. games. Yeah, at the volleyball games and softball. It's a it's an athletic department, without a doubt. And uh, a lot of, lot of achievement is happening. Uh, your team, Coach, you know, the, the story of your team is pretty well known. We came into the year, a lot of uncertainties, a lot of unknowns, you know, new coaches on your staff, new players with 19 or not 20 new faces. And here we are halfway through conference. We mentioned the four and seven start, but twenty three and five since then, and sitting in first place. How do you assess this team halfway through the Big Twelve run? Uh, I'm just so proud of their progress and their development, and we have so much room to get better and to keep growing. And you know, we take a lot of pride in our defense, and you know, we've had some hiccups here and there on all in all phases. And you know, we got to shore up our pitching. We got to shore up our starting pitching and get a little bit more extended, but. You know, they're covering for each other. Our defense has been tremendous. And we played in a blowout game last night and in, in, against a good ACU team. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a friend of mine tell me, uh, nice batting practice, uh, ACU's pitching's awful, and it's not. We No. It's up to seven. So I think our 
presence in the box and how we scored early in the game also contributed to, you know, maybe their base on balls and all. So that presentation is important of how we approach our bats and same thing on the mound. So we've got to get some confidence there and keep going. But we finished the game with two extraordinary plays um, on a relay kid by the name of Kate O'Hara, who's a freshman that hasn't played a lot, threw a bullet and, and preserved the shutout. And then Mitch made a nice nice pick at, at short to end the game. And I, I just I, – I, I'm excited about our team. I know we can get much better. Um, but every single day you're only as good as your starting pitching. And so we've got to be really good Friday night in our start. No question. Uh, the Baylor series, Coach, obviously there were some frustrating times. Obviously the Saturday game, you let get away in the ninth, and the walks were, were up, 26 walks over the weekend, and all the hit batters. Uh, how do you diagnose that? But also how impressed were you with your team to come back on Sunday after you know blowing that lead in the ninth inning, uh, coming back and winning that Sunday game to earn the series win? It was a nail-biter 7-6, to six, but I thought that showed a lot of, a lot of metal on, on what type of team you guys have. No doubt, um, a lot of character. I was watching the OU Oklahoma State game on Tuesday. OU walked 13, Oklahoma State walked eight and hit three, 24 free passes with two pretty good teams. And it's kind of happening a little bit more across the country. I think the, the tight zones have affected it, and then guys have kind of blown up from there and getting frustrated. So we got to be better with that. But you're so right. We. We were in such a position, and I've, I've said it a couple of times, we could have thrown a BP fastball in the ninth inning on Saturday uh, with the, the way the wind was blowing in and, and probably would have held them from getting five runs more so than we did. But, again, it was one of those games that got away from us. We're 8-4, and four and we felt like we've, we've gotten beat twice, and we've beat ourselves twice. twice. But uh, it is what it is. But you're so right. On Sunday, um, we overcame two deficits. Uh, we were down three to two and five to three in the seventh, and we just kept playing baseball and, and taking care of the ball and got enough pitching. I thought LeBaron Johnson for three innings did a great job to give us that win and and, and give us that series. So an overall great series. Um, if you win two out of three on the road, hate to see one get away, but. A good OU team. Don't look at their record, uh, top to bottom. This league is good. Yeah, you know, co- yeah, coach. You know, I asked Coach Harrington yesterday about, you know, about last week when you're giving those free passes and guys getting on there just hit hit batsmen and and you know walks and stuff. I said, but the constant has to be your defense. And no matter what part of the year it is, whether it's the beginning when you're starting to build your defense, I mean, you saved yourself no matter what. I mean, guys throwing nice relays in and 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 putting it right on the money and. Defense can't slack. There's no, there's no, there's no time for slacking when it comes to defense. Well, as you know, being a former coach, there's so much pride that goes with defense, um, and you have to want the ball hit to you. You have to want mm-hmm. uh, to be great at defense, and it takes a lot of work and effort, not only individually but within your group and within your uh, team concept. It goes from communicating to just being in the right spot. I thought we had different wins at Baylor and we moved to natural surface. We had one error. We filled it 991 in that series. And not only that, the wind created so much havoc and we handled it with our timing, our communication, our positioning so well. And at the end of the day, the, the difference in the Baylor series 
was they filled in 950 and we filled in 991 and won the series. They certainly did. And uh, David Pierce is with us every Thursday morning. Appreciate the the conversation, Coach. My last thing's a two parter again. Lucas Gordon. I want you to speak on him because, in a, as you just talked about, the pitching struggles around the conference and around college baseball. You know, he's got a 192 ERA. He's four and zero. Teams batting 182 against him. He's a you know lost in some of what went on in Waco. His start on Friday night was against Stellar. Talk about him, and then give us the uh, the Tanner Witt update if you have one. You're so right. I mean, sometimes you get a great Friday night starter like Lucas and people take him for granted. And he has just gone out, excuse me, he's just gone out every Friday night and attacked the strike zone and given us a chance to win. And he did that again. I think he threw six scoreless or he was scoreless, I believe. But he just attacks with the fastball both sides, has a very good changeup and continuing to improve the slider. So, and he's not afraid. He's not afraid of attacking the, the zone. He's not afraid of uh, a result. He, he trusts himself. And I think that's such a key for pitchers is just trusting yourself, truly believing in your stuff when it's crossing home plate. And those guys that do, they get hit a little bit, but they keep coming at you and they don't let it snowball. And I think that's the key is avoiding that, you know, blue pit, single, double, or whatever – and then compounding it with uh, free passes. Uh, Tanner Witt, doing great. Uh, he threw yesterday um, 30 pitches, great recovery as far as yesterday. I'll see him today, see how it went, uh, see how his flush is today. But he's getting close. Um, we're excited for him. He's such a great teammate. And I think that's the key of him coming back is – what he's done for this program, what he's done for other players. And then now hopefully he has this opportunity to come back and just watching their support for him is uh, pretty good. So hopefully we'll see him in the next couple of weeks. David Pierce every week uh, talking Texas baseball. Congrats, Coach, on the, the, the first half of the Big 12, but still a lot of work to do with four series left, including Oklahoma this weekend. Appreciate the visit. Thanks, Coach. No doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you guys. Welcome. Welcome. There it is, uh, David Pierce. Yeah, I was listening to our conversation with Roshan Johnson and wanted to make a comment on that, which was really cool. Uh, the the unity within the Texas, not just uh, you know his team, but the program and the athletic department. And uh, Bijan, as you said, Buck, the real deal. Well, it's it's good not to you know it's good when you got like as I said when you got smart guys around you. You're not chasing guys down. You're not picking up the paper and looking in the paper going, damn. Is he gonna be on time? Getting Ricky to practice on time every day. He was a good player. He was pretty good. He just had some but late. But he was late a lot. He had a clock issue. He had a clock issue. I straightened that out. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll be back when we do. Hey, yesterday's blitz didn't happen because of you. Wasn't our fault. That's right. Wasn't us. Wasn't Ty's fault. It was you. You guys were late on the clock. Speaking of Ricky Williams and a bad clock, load there up the go. blitz. 447-3776. little gossip in there on this 421st, though. Craig Way. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just gossip brought to you by the Icy Cold Frosty Bud Lights. Always good mullet open two weeks. Two weeks two from weeks. Tomorrow. tomorrow. yes. NFL draft one week from tomorrow. Always good opportunities to tip back some coldies. Can't wait to get out to the mullet open on Cinco de Mayo in two weeks wow. from tomorrow. Who's playing in the mini mullet the day before? Uh, just like VIPs it's only? No, it's, it's packed. You know, both of those things, people are asking, is it open to the public? Yes, it always has been, but... Within within uh, seventy two hours, it's, it's like it's a Taylor over Swift with. concert. Yeah, it's like yeah. 
shut down the machinery. Yeah, it gets shut down. Remember, just 22 years. I mean, guys are coming now. Their families and their sons and daughters and they get come. To stay out at the resort and at a nice price. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not even golf. getting my chance to play this year. I have to wait another you year. You play on our that. team, Ty. You can uh, come out there with Quan. Why don't you just come around? What is it? Me and, is it Quan and me and then Co- and uh, Isaiah's dad, right? Yeah, Coach Cece. Coach Cece. Oh man, we got a chance this week. This time around. Well, if Quan can Why keep it in the fairways and not in the in the high pines of Lost Pines. It's really my issue of keeping it in the fairway. That's more <laughs> me uh, at this point of my golf game. But, uh, yeah. Hey, so uh, Salacious Gossip is brought to you by those Bud Lights. How about this? Today is 420, Buck. Austin, Texas, 420. Do you know that Austin, though, not one of the top three cities voted best for stoners? Not. Number one, Portland. Number two, Denver. Number three, might surprise you, Den- uh, Buffalo, Wyoming, uh, Buffalo, New York. You said Cleveland's number one? Portland. No, Portland. Oh, okay. P-Town. P-Town. How much do Americans love their weed and weed products? Americans spent about $30 billion on weed products last year. That is more than we spent on chocolate and craft beer combined. Combined. Really? Yes. Yes. Also, we told you there's a variety of uh, restaurants honoring 420 today. Fat Burger is selling burgers for 420. Del Taco, you can get eight tacos for 420. Wingstop's got a new thing for called Hot Box Meals and all kinds of stuff. Now, Ty, you said you ate five carne asada tacos yesterday. Yes, I went to uh, Mi Madres with you know friend of the program, nice. Jamie Frazier. Got two. Left, they were so good, I had to come back. He doesn't do anything small. If he, when he, if he goes to Golden Chick, he eats a dozen of those rolls. Dude, this dude is a binge I don't, eater. I don't understand so how dang you do skinny. that. How do you say donuts so dang skinny? I don't know. It's, I'm probably going to lose that. When that metabolism eventually. goes, you'll I would blow have up wa- like a wobble water gut, buffalo. Wobble gut if I ate 13. I, first of all, I can't so eat. So you went, you went to have two, and they were so good, and you were still hungry, so you got three more. Man. Yes. That's solid. Carne asada and cheese. I'm the guy now that I split. My wife and I split an entree. We can't finish the whole thing. Yeah, you now you come from a family. I mean, you didn't have to beat up brothers and sisters to get a meal, did you? I'm, I mean, there was like 12 people living in my house. Oh, was it up. really? So, so you yeah. did have to fight and for I, some food. By the way, and I was always the last one that was allowed to go through the line. And make no, it unbelievable. Yeah. I was the oldest. Guess who was first? Yeah, you're that's the oldest. Right. Yeah, thank you. big dog. Well, I was the oldest too. I don't. I don't <laughs> and you still were last in the <laughs> yeah. line. By the way, How does coming that up, work? Coming up next hour, in addition to some names, the Cowboys could call at 26 in the draft. I'm going to tell you, I I learned something about Ty every show, and this morning it was something related to his mother and uh, a story. I'm not going to the full story, but we'll Whoa. get that. She's very up. open. Your mama is very open, like lady. Like a book. Let's go to the blitz. Because look at them. They're trying to make amends for yesterday. It's packed. Wow. Let's go. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First blitzer, talk to us. Hey, Rod and Hardball's unspoken stat. If Stark does not win the Big 12, he will have the same record as the Aggies. Never to have won a Big 12 and go into the SEC and never have won. Let's talk about that. He better win this year. Oh, big dog has talked. You got to listen to this. Next blitzer, you're up. Come on, B&E. There's no excuse for y'all not watching my Sooners spring game. It's on ESPN+. I got to pay for it? That ain't happening. (laughs) We won't be watching it. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, I heard the Tasmanian Devil on the midday show yesterday 
All this time I was under the impression that to have a show on the radio, you had to be able to talk. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Jeez. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. I got two things for you. First thing, let's start this off with some positivity. I think I can represent the mullets and Longhorn Nation and saying, buck on the Rojo. We love Rojo. Second thing, I was in Fort Worth for a meeting. I decided to go eat a golden stuff your face corral, and guess who I saw there, Coach? I saw Mark Batgino, Pudgy Summy, Mike McFatty, Chubby Chavez, and, of course, oh Luca. Luca. Oh, Lumpy Luca. Next, Blitzer, you're up. I would rather walk around New York City with a Mets hat than watch the OU spring game. Wow. Good job, Sal. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Yeah. Some run gunners gun down a base runner again. And the other thing, where's the love for our tennis team? Are we too white for you guys? Oh, no. Oh. Here we go. There, that, that will bring it on. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Eternal buck off to old Adolf and old Coach Jones. Eternal buck on to Bebo. Thank you very much. That's brilliant today now. How about that? Packed house today. Well, they were trying to make, I don't know if they've made up for it, though. No. We had the good and the villains alike in there today. Good stuff. Yeah, it was good. Great hour with David Pierce and Roshan Johnson, and then we had to do that. We had Groshan, we had a Craig Way report. We had, by the way, somebody said the Mia Midras, Mi Madre's tacos are huge, Ty. He ate five of those things. In a sitting? What's wrong with you? And he's so skinny. It's unbelievable. That metabolism. 25. Wait till you're 50, Ty. Ain't the same. We'll wait till you're 60. <laughs> almost 70. We'll be back. Uh, we roll on. Talking Cowboys draft. A lot of Bijan talk, but if they don't get Bijan, who could they take at 26? Uh, also, the Buck-Ons and Buck-Offs. Been rolling those out since 6 a.m. It's B&E on the Horn.